Welcome to Paulding County Business Weekly, a look at businesses, products, and services in Paulding County and how they interact with national and global markets, sponsored by Ohio Means Jobs of Defiance in Paulding Counties. With today's special guest, here's Economic Development Director Tim Copsey. Welcome back to Paulding County Business Weekly. We have with us today Levi Mansfield, Shop Supervisor for Mansfield Welding Service, a longtime contributor and supporter of Paulding County Economic Development. Thanks for coming and joining us, Levi. Thanks for having me. Levi, uh, let's start out by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. I went to school in uh, elementary in Oakwood and then transferred into Paulding when went to middle school and all that, graduated in 2004. Um, I moved to California for a little while after uh, high school. I had an aunt and uncle out there, and I was heavily into racing at the time. So that was the reason for the move. I had an uncle out there that had a late model I was going to run. Um, shortly after moving out, within a couple months, actually, the track got bought out by a housing development oh, place. And man. they bulldozed it down, oh. so that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> and quickly realized that the... Even though I might make a little bit more money out there, the cost of living was so much higher. Sure. So, uh, to me, it just didn't didn't make sense. Uh, so I think I was only out there six, seven months, moved back, and I've been back in um, Paulding County area uh, running, helping uh, my mom and dad run the welding shop ever since. And so it comes back to a lot of points that we try and make on this show that, A, it's pretty darn affordable to live here in Paulding County. Yes. But, B, uh, when you graduate, it always looks greener on the other side. You want to go out and, and see what's out there and test the waters a little bit. But uh, it helps us all understand that it's pretty good living here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like I said, you might the initial pay an hour might seem better when you go into the bigger cities. But once you get in there and you see what the cost to actually live there it, it doesn't really equal out any yep, better. So. Yep. so working for your mom and dad, uh, Randy and Jan, mm -hmm. they've got uh, the welding service there. And tell us a little bit about how that began. Uh, my dad started it. He was he grew up welding, or I guess when he got out of high school, he went into the welding field. He actually went to California for a while. So that would have been my uh, dad's sister that I went out and okay. lived with for a while. Uh, he worked in the oil fields and welding and doing stuff out there. Um they moved back when my be my mom's dad got sick, uh, so they moved back with me. Then I would have been three years old, um, and he got some welding jobs back here and worked did them for a while. And then in 1990, he decided he wanted to start his own business, so we he started doing some things out of our just two car garage that we had um, outside just our normal house. Um, doing some things, we had a port he had a portable service that he was doing, and he did that for. Um, I think five years or so. And then he moved into, they went out and they built that first, our first shop there. Which and and I love, I love hearing your dad's story when we're out there for tours or doing mm -hmm. things, just hanging out with them that to hear, you know, he started out of a vehicle, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the family vehicle, he started yep. traveling around and doing uh, great things and, and decided that it was a fit for him or a good niche. And, and he do decided to grow it a little bit and built that building that you have out there today and yep. and you guys lived in that yeah yeah so we went they went from the two-car garage to now with our addition we put on about three years ago we're at ten thousand square foot shop plus the office on the side um yeah that we used to be our home yes up, so, so you're up, growing so, yeah. you're, you're living in the facility that your dad was working out yeah. of and your mom was a valid part of the the shop too yeah. and and th that's just a great story 
and then to look at the home that they've built today out of what they've developed and yeah. and have there it's just a, a true entrepreneur story that uh should be shared yeah. many times and i'm yeah. glad you're here to talk about it i appreciate you having me he's He's come a long way from where they was, so they uh, didn't have a lot supporting them getting started. So to to get where they're at is is pretty amazing. Yep. So then, tell me a little bit about the business today. How's things uh, today? Where are you at? Uh, things things are going really well. Uh, the the past five years or better have been really really well for us. Um, even through all the COVID stuff, it hasn't affected us too much, other than just lead times of getting parts and things like that. But as far as our workflow is. The past two or three years have been our best years we've ever had. So uh, and this year's looking really good too. So uh, where we we put in a um, we did the addition three years ago. I think we're closing in on three years from when we put the addition on, um, and that's already overly full. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and, good to see all the stuff you have inside yep, of there and, yep. and having it packed up. And, yep. And we put the laser in back in January, which you know, uh, which has brought in a lot of new work for us too, and allowed us to control lead times a lot better, which is definitely helpful on my end. Um, and um, it's it's been going good. We've been branching off into some new areas, especially with the help of the laser. Um, we got some overhead cranes getting installed yet this month. Um, and we're hoping to end of the year the first part of very first part of next year to be getting cnc break so we can keep pretty much everything but the finishing so the powder coat and the paint end of it and a little bit if it got to do some cnc machining or anything like that otherwise we would keep everything in house yep um, and, and then on the powder coating side you're using local suppliers so it's a it's a double win for the economy the paulding county economy when you're able to do that as well yeah that's correct uh powder coating and painting we both sub out to uh kincaid painting north yep. of Oakwood, so and it takes all. good care of you yep yep all right. So the, one of the nice things in your niche is you guys, you, you and your mom and dad are the sales, the marketing, the mm-hmm. plant manager, the CEO, <laughs> the financials. You're, yep. you're doing all of those pieces collectively together. Yep. And how many employees do you have out there today? Today, as we stand, we're at nine. Uh, we was at 12 at one point last year. Okay. Uh, I would like to get back to that 11 or 12. All right. Uh, it's just, we've, we've been in, we lost a couple here a month or two ago, and but we've hired back three cents. So we're, like I said, it, we would like to get back to that point. The work's there to support it. It's just right. getting employees in to do so. And so if someone listening to the this broadcast today is uh, interested in what maybe they could fit in for you guys, how would they get a hold of you, Levi? The best way, I guess, would be to stop in and just fill out an app um we do have a website that's got our email and contact info on it um they can always get a hold of us that way uh but most of the time if they can get hold of us um at our phone which is 594-2738 or they can email me at levi at mansfieldwelding.com okay and send us the uh applications or the resumes and stuff like that and i can get them a application um and we can go from there all right and and so what are you specifically doing out there today uh just depends what day you see me, I guess. Right. So, <laughs> for the most I, part. I, I, do, uh, I, I do a lot of different things. I, I do the programming on the for the laser. Uh, I do all the quoting and purchasing and stuff like that. Um, and then I tried to, I've got, we've trained a couple of our guys to be, to kind of help run the shop or like to do a lot of the assembly and stuff of the parts. And then we have other people that just weld those parts out. So I, I deal with them a lot. Um answer any questions they might have, get dimensions they might need or something like that. Um, 
my roles changed the past two or three years. I sure. used to be in the shop nonstop all day long. Uh, and that's, that's changed just because of the workflow. You help develop all the programming for the laser. Yes. And yep. you're passing that on a little bit too. Yep. Yeah. And that's something we're, we're trying to work more and more into is to train people how to run that program and to do the the programming end of the laser because right now that's that's another thing that got thrown on my list of things i do and and once we get the break in later this year or next year um it that's going to be a whole other programming that has to be done so sure. it's eventually i'm going to run out of hours but it's pretty it cool also. seeing yeah. the programming that you can do i mean yep. you've done some pretty neat stuff while we've been there on tours and yep. things that uh is pretty impressive yeah it, the options that opens up with having the cutting and the forming um, all in-house and being able to control that is it opens up unlimited possibilities yep. really for us. So uh, excited. I mean, it, the laser was big for us. It, it took a big chunk of, because we used to sub out both the forming and the laser. Uh, we was able to keep half of that in-house now. Um, once we can get that forming in-house, it's going to be a completely different ball game for us because yep. we not only can control pricing better, we can control lead times, which is which is a big thing because sometimes it's more about getting it in a really tight deadline. Coming and, from and a manufacturing care. background, yeah. I can understand that 100 yeah, percent they're more about getting out of their yeah they're their in a hole too they're, they're in. in a bind so, whether it be something they couldn't get or whether it be uh somebody dropped a big order in on them that they weren't expecting right. and then they have to be able to adjust on the fly and good suppliers like you they depend on to help get them out of that jam yeah yep so that's we're looking forward to that end of it because right now we don't even have the opportunity to bid on those jobs because we we know if it's got a formed part in it we're four or five six weeks to wait on that form part because we got to f- sub it out so to where we can move our schedule around for that break if we had everything in house and we could push it out in a couple of days if needed you yeah. know if, if that opportunity was there so so it sounds like you have plenty of good things on the horizon things that are going to help both with your flow and add additional um opportunities for you in yeah. the future yeah that'll be a whole nother i mean people we'd have to hire uh whether we hire in somebody directly for that break or what we like to do is we like to rotate some of our workers around and train them how to do different things so depending on who i need to keep busy or, or for something to do i can either put them on a welding job or putting something together or i can move them over to the laser and have them run it um, cause outside, once the programming end is done on my end, the actual running the machine is, is not overly complicated. I mean, it might take a few days to learn, but uh, it's not too crazy. And this break will be the same way. Once the programming end is done, it's just pushing some buttons on the screen and pushing the part, grabbing the right part and sticking it in. So, uh, we, we hope we'll be definitely bringing more people in to run that, whether we hire somebody that's dedicated just to that, or we yeah. do like we've been doing and You'll rotate people that. around and that we'll just see when the time comes yep. of how we proceed with that. And so with where you are today and as long standing as you've been there, there, the people are now coming to you more than so then you have to be out knocking on doors to get business. They, they know what you do. The, yep. Your bigger customers know what you do and what you have to offer, and they're coming and bringing new opportunities to you without having to have a full sales staff that that's, goes out and markets you right. or does extra things. Yeah, that's correct. We don't. We've never actually had a full time uh, actual salesman. Um, I mean, when Dad was starting, he sent out flyers and stuff just to went through the phone book and find anybody that he thought, <laughs> even if he didn't know him, just sent sure. send flyers out, and, and that's been the most sales team we've had. You yep. know, and that was when he first started uh ever since it's been just kind of word of mouth you know try to 
always put out the best products possible and always make the lead times no matter when it is do everything we can to if that means working 12 14 hour days to get it out on time we get it out on time yeah. and if, if we can control it if it's outside if it's a subbed out something that we can't control then you know there's only so much we can do there but that's kind of been our motto or our thing going into it is to always push that and it's just kind of growed itself honestly it's you know the word gets out that we do good work and and we get things done in time and and it's just kind of spread on yep. its own honestly i think with as we get in more to the laser work and we get the break in and that maybe we might look into a, a salesman just because that's a whole nother category and and we'd like to grow it quicker than sure word of mouth you know we would like to get it busy within a year or two um, yep. to where it's running all day every day the um, return on investment looks a lot better that yeah, way yeah yeah so it, that might be worth looking into hiring a full-time salesman on that end of it but as of now we've never had one yep. it's just been the word of mouth and putting out good work and, and being there having gone through you know there, there's times when you guys are building this great big project that that's your dedicated focus and then there's times where you have production work where you're doing several pieces of mm -hmm. the same thing and it's just a unique experience to see that it's just not the same thing every day all day it is a plethora of things and as you stated uh, moving your employees around gives them some different aspects too of different things so that it's just not uh production and assembly line work right, right. yeah that's net it's got its pluses and its minuses with that i mean it makes it you go through a little bit higher highs and lower lows or as far as being busy in that. Um, I mean, like I said, we've been really lucky the past handful of years and haven't had too many lows, but uh, we've went through our lows in the past, um, you know, 08 when everything kind of crashed. Oh, sure. Obviously, we all went through a little bit there. That. Yeah. So, but that we learned off of that. We was heavily tied into automotive, um, not just GM, but a lot of places that we did work for had some ties to, to automotive. So once it crashed, it, it really affected us. Um, but we learned and we, we branched out into a lot of different areas, but, uh, you're more diverse now yeah. than you were at that point yeah. in time. So we don't, we don't have necessarily a, a, like a specialized product that we make. That's all we make all day. We have some things that we do that's kind of a niche or a thing that we do a lot of, uh, and mainly in the Turkey industry that we send, a lot of those uh, products kind of all over the United States. We got stuff down North Carolina and into Canada and, and mid like Iowa, places like that, um, West Virginia. Um, but most of the time we're main job shop. So we will go through stuff where we're TIG welding a bunch for two, three weeks. And then we might not touch TIG welder for a month or so and be strictly MIG and, and fabrication stuff. Um, so it's nice. I think a lot of our employees enjoy it just because it's you get a variety. You don't sure. get burnout out on doing the same thing all day, every day. And, and especially with us trying to move people around, too, that that kind of helps with that also. So at least that's the feedback we get on it. They like a little bit of, you know, just not doing the set and not a bench and, and doing the same thing all yep. day, every day. And I so. think you do a little bit of plastics welding, too, at times, yep. don't you? Yeah, and that's part of our the turkey industry that I talked about. We do some, um, we do a little bit of plastic welding, which uh, goes goes through spurts. We go through two, three months of it a year, it seems like, where we do a lot of it, and then we won't touch it a whole lot the rest of the year. But uh, basically, I got a setup where we can do complete fabrication from start to finish with, uh, with plastic. So we got... Um, extrusion welder which is basically like a mig welder for plastic and then you got the handhelds which is more tig welding that you got to do the inside corners and stuff with but 
uh, we got to pretty much train everybody on that. There's not oh, a lot sure. of people around here that know how to do it. And we had to learn when we, we learned, or when we first started, we had to learn how to do it all ourselves. Cause, uh, one of our, a big customer of ours came to us and see if he's interested in, and we hadn't ever done it before, yeah. but, uh, they was willing to work with us and, and kind of growed off of it. So. And it's not one of those things you can just watch on YouTube either, no. is it? No, it's, it's not a very common thing. No. I mean, it's, there's places that do it, but it's, uh, I'm not saying by any means we're the only ones, but no, in, yeah. in the area, we, we about the only ones that do it to that that level and uh it's it, it took us a while to do it and they they grow or they dealt with us going through the little bit of growing pains learning how to do it and everything and um that's just it goes back to the the word of mouth or it was a customer we had built some of our steel products for and that and it got to make a good relationship with them and and like i said then they took the chance to you know, go with somebody that's never even done it before, but they like dealing with us. Yeah. And, and we, uh, well, that says a lot about that. you and your business. Yeah. And I, I think too, you've touched on it a little bit. You're, you're not just doing stuff in Paulding County or, or even just the surrounding counties. You're doing stuff nationally yeah. that are uh, helping people all over. And, and that's a, a back to talking about not having a sales staff. That, that is great word of mouth information that's getting out, uh, in states away from here that is pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 That's been, um, that's always been a big thing for us. I mean, it, with us, with some of the customers we have, I mean, we, we have stuff that's in Mexico. We have stuff that's all over the United States, really. Uh, we might, our main customer we deal with might be locally or more local, yep. but it gets our end product ends up getting shipped all over the United States. And I think that was one of the biggest things that dad getting started had a hard time with uh, convincing the banks and, you know, sure. when we were getting, trying to get the money to get the business rolling was, you know, trying to convince them that this small little building in Paulding County or wherever was going to be able to sustain a national to, market. To, yeah. To yeah. be able to afford to put up the shop. And, yep. you know, and here you've was, added on since. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really taken off. I said, it's taken, we're on our 32nd, going to be 33rd year here. Um, but it's, it's, well exceeded any expectations well we're glad to have you and are exciting uh hear all your exciting endeavors because it's all been uh, really neat and i've enjoyed in my time being able to go out there and and meet with you guys and see the neat things that are going through and the improvements that come out yep anything levi we didn't touch on that you'd like to no i think uh, i mean that covered a lot of it i know i think we're already looking at possibly uh, addition here in the next couple of years uh the the addition we just put on three years ago is is packed and with the laser and the and the brake coming it takes a lot of floor space up for finished parts that are need waiting to be fabricated or put together into fabrications well so, i got a guy at paulding county economic development that might be able to help you, you out let yep. me know when we'll uh, that should be <laughs> well levi we uh thank you for taking the time out of your schedule and coming and uh sitting down with us and explaining about the business and how neat it is for uh the local economy and what you're doing nationally mm-hmm. we uh, always thank ohio means jobs for giving us this opportunity to be on the air we thank uh, my 102.7 uh, station manager joe bar Parker and uh, engineer Terry Carwile for making us sound like we know what we're doing at the end of the day. And we certainly appreciate what Mansfield Welding Service does for us and keeping us Paulding County strong. 
Thank you for joining us for Paulding County Business Weekly. Be sure to join Economic Development Director Tim Copsey each week at this time right here on My102.7 FM. And if you miss an episode or want to hear this one again, just go to the My102.7 website and click on the PCBW logo. 